Hey everybody, I'm Mike D and this is Carly B and we have another episode. This week we are going to talk about Carly's favorite hunts. Last week we did a little bit on what I love as far as guided hunts, non-guided hunts. This week Carly's going to let us know her favorite places where she's been on guided hunts and then she's going to touch on an awesome experience she had Thanksgiving morning with her and her significant other, Mr. Ryan. So Carly, Boy, go ahead. <laughs> all right all right so uh tell me a little bit about this these guided hunts yeah so 2023 was kind of a unique year for me it was almost comical because when i look back i just like freaking sent it in so many different ways um and i don't think i like thought about the different things that i was kind of like planning and scheduling until i like look back at like my instagram feed or something and i'm like holy crap i was a psycho um so 2023 my two favorite uh guided trips are actually both in alaska which is comical to me because i've never been to alaska and somehow i ended up booking two amazing trips in 2023 both in alaska um they both were like pretty pretty aggressive bookings i feel like okay um, <laughs> so i went in G end of january february to uh alaska and flew into gosh what's the what's uh what's the anchorage anchorage, anchorage and drove okay. like i think it was like three hours north or something and end up going on a fur trapping trip uh again that's, like that's where you got that wolf right yeah ended up yeah that uh, was that was badass for sure so badass but fur trapping trip it was like looking back everyone was like what were you thinking so first of all i go to look up like what to expect for alaska in january february there's like no tourism articles <laughs> at all they're like why are you going there uh that's <laughs> not when people go to alaska yeah google's like does not compute no okay. one wants to do I'm a tourist. Uh, so Perfect. kind of funny. I was like, what the heck? So then I started putting it together. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to Alaska in February. You know, I'm like, holy crap. I was super blessed that it didn't turn out to be as cold as it could have been. So my my trip when I was there, I think low that we saw was like zero or something. There was a group that was there this year. They just got done. They were rocking like negative 30 every day. Fahrenheit? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're talking real cold. Oh, yeah. Okay. This was, like, real, real. I also, so on top of, like, just signing up to go to Alaska in February, I signed up to go on an all-women's fur trapping retreat, not knowing a single person. So it was a okay. full send. All right. That's cool, though. <laughs> I mean, that what a great way to network, meet people, and, and help, you know, find like-minded people as far as conservation is tough, right? Yeah. Oh, it turned out to be, it could have went really bad <laughs> going middle of nowhere, uh, not knowing anyone, middle of nowhere, Alaska, but it turned out amazing. Um, I met awesome guide couple, Ivy O'Gwen and Brett Bond, fantastic people going to be seeing them this week at Safari Club International. Um, they run fur trapping trips, bear trips, a couple other big hunts, fantastic people, and about as hardcore as you can get. Like, they are legit. Like, I can't even, like, when I describe them, I feel like I just describe them in such awe because being out there doing it is just, it's incredible. Like, first of all, the difficulty scale for people on, like, 
the regular like regular continental United States is a completely different difficulty scale than they use in Alaska. <laughs> okay, yeah, I believe so, that. Well, like that's a whole different us, lifestyle, you know, right? Oh God, yeah, like it's it's totally different. So when they're saying like, oh, it's the snowmobiling is not bad. The snowmobiling is really bad. Like it's super <laughs> difficult, you know. They're like, oh, it's not that long of a trip. It's a six-hour trip from where we're going straight out to the cabin. You know, like it was so funny, like. It was the most remote thing I've ever done. I had to buy a satellite phone for it, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, it was just, that one was super, super hardcore. Ton of fun. Um, met two other awesome girls, Amanda, who's a camp chef, and she is freaking badass. She's getting into hunting and doing more and stuff too. Cool. So we're kind of like our own like worst enemies with it, you know? I'm like, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, let's do it together. Um, so we have a ton of fun. She's been great. Going to see her at the SCI International Show here this week in Nashville, too, which is exciting. Yeah. And then we met another really great gal, Shundine, who is just a little badass, and she's super cool. So that was just great. Like, I met just a, a girl gang of badass women who all of us signed up to go to the middle of nowhere and go fur trap. None of us had trapped anything. It was pretty, that was like, that was that was a big trip for me. Yeah. You were, you were telling me it was, um, it was, it was different. It was, you didn't know what to expect, but you got there and just loved every second of it. Maybe took a few ibuprofen along the way, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was, it, it was awesome. <laughs> Survived off of straight tile and all that. Seriously, yeah. the snowmobiling out there, cutting powder like that. I mean, huh. it was something else, but it was the trip of a lifetime. I can't wait to get back out there. I'd love to you know book another trip with trip with brett i mean he is as hardcore as you can imagine but also like one of the smartest people that i've ever been lucky enough to encounter and learn from um which was just so so cool like his lifestyle is so vastly different than ours um almost in like just this unbelievable way but he's so well educated and just a really cool guy so Ivy and Brett, well, that was just, that was a trip of a lifetime. I can't wait to get back Sweet. out there. It's so hard it's, to imagine that it was part of 2023 because it was, it seems like so long ago. Yeah. Well, it was at the beginning of the year as well. And there, we packed a lot into last year, you know, both personally yeah. and then as well as, you know, the organizations that we help with. There, there was a lot going on last year. So um, yeah. tell me a little bit about this daddy daughter bear hunt. <laughs> we got that trip years ago so we had bought it at an auction and that was your first year was... that was your first year with that we all went out to safari club right together that was your first yep. year like getting out to convention stuff yeah yeah was, uh, it was... used to be right like i'd convinced my dad to buy a goose hunt and now he's turning to looking at me what do you think about a bear hunt you know i'm <laughs> like what and it's so funny because i'm still like such a big waterfowl hunter so when we were at that live auction we're sitting there and I said, dad, you know, I want to go to Alaska and go duck hunting. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, they've got harlequins and king eiders and all these cool birds. Like, let's go to Alaska and go duck hunting. He's like, we're not going all the way to Alaska and going duck hunting. He's like, what do you think about this bear hunt? And I'm like, what? Really? I'm like, I can't imagine. I'm like, at that point, I think the most I'd really done is probably just waterfowl so you know like i mean it was just getting rolling so i was like oh uh, okay so again like full send 
And then we booked a couple years. So this backed up. Uh, this was this past fall. So second time ever in Alaska. And freaking plane trains, automobiles, and boats. <laughs> we end up, I think it in total was like nine flights. End up in this remote shack with two, again, totally badass guys <laughs> who actually were family friends with Ivy, who I was fur trapping with. So small world, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, super, super cool people. Um, you know, and just how lucky I was to be able to, to share an experience like that with my dad. He lost a ton of weight and got in really good shape for that hunt, which was just incredible. He hadn't been on a big game hunt in quite some time. Like I grew when I was growing up, it was I feel like every so many months, at least a couple times a year, he was going on this big game hunt. And I always just thought it was the coolest thing. And, you know, we had gotten older and busy with sports and college and stuff, and he kind of got out of it. So this was his big comeback. And I couldn't imagine anything better. I mean, it was all in like quality time because you got nothing else to do you know like oh, yeah. we are gonna we're gonna talk non-stop and i'm a talker so it's funny i'm like uh you know being able just to chitty chat about everything non-stop satellite phone which he was cute he's like text your mom on that phone and see what the michigan <laughs> game is <laughs> you know i'm like dad we only got so much juice on this thing and you have to like you know go old school and click clack to every single you know scroll over to each yeah. letter I'm like, oh, and, dad, and we might this is actually need it if something happens. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was cool. It was so much fun. We had a ton of fun, like getting ready for the hunt. It was the biggest rifle that I'd ever shot. It was my like big game hunt, first ever right bear hunting. Like that's crazy cool. Both of us got to harvest bears. Um, I got to go out and actually, like, I skinned his bear out for him, which was really cool. He was like, I didn't know you knew how to do this. I'm like, well, I learned last time I was in Alaska because we skinned out everything when I was trapping with Brett and Ivy. So I kind of had, like, the rough idea, and the guide was telling me, you know, what to do and, and stuff. And he was like, oh, my gosh. So that was just a really, really incredible, incredible hunt. What, um, what caliber did you use when you were bear hunting? I was using a Weatherby 340, and my dad was using a 460. Okay. Now, I think, didn't you, weren't you telling me that your dad originally took those over and shot some animals in Africa and stuff with them? So it was yeah. kind of a whole family thing that you were using them guns, right? Yeah, those are like his kind of like collectors, Weatherbees that he's had for years and years and years. That's what he took over when he was dangerous game hunting in Africa. He also had given them to some of our like best family friends when they went on their trip to Africa. Cool. So yeah, it was really special. It was, it was awesome. They, you know, he'd gotten them sighted in and we went out to the range and practiced before a couple times. And, you know, that was my first time. Yeah. That was my first time ever shooting at a range too, you know? So there was a whole bunch of stuff that went into this. That was, you know, first time, experiences for me that we got to share together and it's funny because you know never in a million years would I have dreamed of going bear hunting and then all of a sudden my dad's like let's do it and I'm like all right so now we're gonna get we're gonna learn Wait. like we full send again <laughs> awesome. now he's all pumped up and wants to go moose hunting and have fun and you know share it we what we uh after we had 
went oh this is another super small world so after we had both harvested our bears we flew back into a little small town and it ironically it was the small town that my friend amanda who i'd met fur trapping at had ended up working at a fly fishing lodge as their camp chef and i mean what are the freaking odds of that she was like two miles away from this little motel that we're staying in i managed to get service to send her um a message she comes and picks us up we go out you know go bar hopping and my dad's bragging about me and stuff and my daughter just shot a bear you know (laughs) and all this stuff so it was so much fun. He was buying drinks for everybody in the whole bar. Uh, you know, it was a freaking riot. And so that's, that was a really, really cool experience. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'll never forget <laughs> sitting there and all of a sudden getting that picture from you with that bear and then getting a picture of your dad and his bear. And I was really, really, really happy for you. I know how much you look forward to that and the experience with your dad. So, yeah. Once in so, a lifetime, I was one of the the only women. I think I was the the first woman in 22 years, man, like second woman ever to harvest harvested a bear out of that unit, which was really cool. My dad was like over the moon, and then it was funny too because, you know, we're at the camp where like a bunch of hunters kind of congregated before they went out to their different locations, and you know, by far I'm the youngest person there and the only girl. <laughs> and all of these guys are just like, oh, my God, this is your daughter. You know, that's so crazy and blah, blah, blah. And my dad was just, like, so proud. And again, it was just such a cool experience. And I think that anyone who can have that that opportunity, don't wait for it. You know, um, I had to work really hard saving up a lot of money to make, make that trip happen. Um, you know, that wasn't something that my dad just paid for for me. Um, I was saving up. Luckily, it took a couple years have to go so i saved up a t- you know as much as i could to be able to afford it um you know and granted i could have spent it on other things and stuff but that was an experience that was well worth me saving and you know and making the time and making sure that that hunt happened for sure for sure so you you go to alaska then you come home you're grinding you're getting ready you go on your bear hunt and then you come home, you're winding down a little bit, shooting a few ducks locally, getting back in the swing of things at work. You got this guy that come into your life. He's he's a good cat, though. And uh, <laughs> so you and Ryan decide that you're headed out Thanksgiving, and you're going to celebrate the way you, you guys celebrate. Yeah. We, uh, duck hunting on cool. Thanksgiving, right? Duck hunting on Thanksgiving. So that was uh, my favorite uh, non-guided hunt. So just just picture perfect for me you know um i feel like sometimes i I like to color outside of the lines right like being a girl in in like a male-dominated trade then i like to you know hunt and fish and then now my favorite way to spend thanksgiving i ain't watching football i want to be out there with my man and our dog (laughs) duck hunting couldn't imagine a better way to spend it it was so much fun it was my first time ever doing draw type system so ryan is an expert at it so it was really cool and he's used to like me asking a million questions so he uh he got me all ready and stuff in the morning right he made me coffee and everything because it was earlier to get to that draw it's a little bit earlier in the morning than what i've what i had been doing for duck for my regular duck hunts and stuff more locally uh so anyways he was a peach and made sure i had all my snacks and everything uh (laughs) 
<laughs> and we, oh, back we to go the off. He made sure we had the snacks. He knows the biz. <laughs> um, but show up in the draw system. Like at first, I thought it was really intimidating. Like to show up there without Ryan, I would have been nervous, right? Because I just didn't know how it worked, didn't know what was going on, didn't yeah. know how the card, like the card that I have to fill out and stuff. So that was really cool. You know, he made sure I had my license to give them and everything. But showed up, uh, put ev- like got everything ready to be part of the draw. We're standing there. They go walk through everything with us with the rules, which didn't know people. They had a problem with like people shooting swans out there, claiming that they thought they were snow geese. Yeah, that's that's an excuse that I think some people come by it honest, but some people it's like, come on, you gotta you gotta you gotta understand what you're shooting at. So yeah, that that blew me away. So I learned something new about that. Um, but it's funny, they mixed up our numbers and he's like, hopefully you bring me some luck. And we're like, you know, fifth from last. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, guess not. (laughs) Um, yeah. Well, and then we, we managed to get the spot that we wanted. Ryan had kind of picked a few that he thought were going to be comfortable for both of us and make it enjoyable. So we end up getting our spot and he had just bought a newer boat and remodeled it. And, uh, I've been joking that it's a family boat. So the two of us loaded up with our dog and it was cool because Ryan's been working really hard training her on retrieving and everything and all fall and we uh we got out there and got everything all set up which was cool and got her and her blind the dog and Ryan and I are sitting there and it just it couldn't have been a better morning but it was funny because we've hunted together a few times but when that he's like I want to work with dog so you you be the you be the shooter and I'm like Oh my god! Now I have to perform. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm like, and I know, you know, he'd probably give me some shit or whatever. But you know, it would have been fine. But man, I was sweating bullets out there. Like I felt like I'd never shot at a bird before. Cause it's, I mean, I'm like if we finally get one that comes through here. I need to kill this bird, and um, it was just funny. So um, it was just it couldn't have been a more beautiful mor- morning. Just being able to sit out there, the three of us, we ended up getting um, two or three really beautiful Drake Mallards. Had a ton of fun. The dog did great. She was loving so did life. You, did you shoot any of them two or three Drake Mallards? I did. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Didn't right. shoot at all. Um, okay. He wanted to work with the dog, you know, focus, okay. make sure she wasn't breaking. So they did end up showing out. up. You ended up shooting a couple. Ryan got yeah. to work with the dog. Life is good. Everybody's happy. Yeah. When okay. the first bird that came in, I dropped it and I was like, oh, thank, God. thank God. Oh my God. You know, and then I'm like, okay, now I can breathe easy that I didn't jack up this whole hunt, you know, getting up at three in the morning. And, uh, you know, I, I, fi- I made sure I performed on at least the one, but we got a couple, had fun. The dog loved it. She acted like, you know, she had at the hardest morning of her life all day. So it was made for an easy Thanksgiving. Um, so but, this, is yeah. the do- this is the dog that you love so much, but yet chews up your office desk when you come home the other day. That dog. She, <laughs> you know what? She is made to work. She is it's high energy. So if she ain't grabbing birds or rabbits I or a small it. game or whatever, she ain't having it. She definitely reminded me the other day that she needed to. <laughs> she, needed she needs to, to be get chewing out. on something. <laughs> 
But no, hopefully it was I cool. That hopefully was I don't get in too much trouble for bringing that up, but it was kind of <laughs> funny. Yeah, it is funny. No, and that's, I mean, that's what I feel like. I'm real big on that. Ryan does a great job of taking her out all fall and making sure that, you know, that you are using them because when you get some of these working dogs, they're high energy and really need to, you know, have a job and, and get that exercise and be stimulated. And she's one of those dogs where, you know, thank, thank God Ryan works her and she does a great job and, and it's cool. It's really cool being able to see them. Like, I think there's nothing more rewarding than having a dog that's part of your family and being able to work them out in the field. Oh, yeah. And then the dog's contributing to the family and and everything. It is, it's a really nice thing. We have our lab, and I love having them around. So, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah. So, it was cute. I, we were kind of packing up, and Ryan's like, what do you think? And I'm like... This is what we're doing every Thanksgiving for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Sweet. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. I loved it. So we went a little bit happened. later than we wanted because I originally what I really wanted to do, I was like, man, it'd be awesome if we get these ducks home. We can breast them out and then take duck to uh, our couple Thanksgivings that we were going to. But, of course, you know, things just run slower when you're trying to check out and get the boat unloaded and stuff. So we didn't end up doing that, but... We uh, made a point. We plucked them and did skin on breasts. And Ryan cooks them up real nice, sears them, gets the skin all crunchy, and got to enjoy those a little bit later on in the season. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Congrats. I know. So it was cool just being able to look at 2023 and all the learning that I did. And honestly, it's hard to pick, like, your top haunts and stuff. A couple of them just stand out because they're so meaningful yeah. for me. Um but I feel like I met so many amazing people in the field, in the blind, you know, but all through hunting. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've built a lot of my strongest relationships through hunting as well. So I, I understand where you're coming from for sure. Yeah. So I really I encourage everybody just like put yourself out there. You know, you've got opportunities to take people in the field, make a point of, of asking, you know, getting other people involved because. You know, now we've got these handful of people that we're going to see in, you know, a day or two in Nashville. And and they're fantastic. Some of the great, greatest people I've met with, you know, amazing stories. There's nothing I love more than talking about hunting and being able to hear these crazy stories from these awesome people from all over the world. Like, nothing makes me happier. It gets me more excited, like, reliving those adventures with them. So I am I'm super blessed and very grateful, you know, that I was able to have these experiences this year and looking forward to another wild 2024 for sure for sure so for any of you listening we went from trap line alaska then we moved into bears then we went to every the the one thing that you love so much and that's duck hunting so awesome congratulations uh, i'm proud Thank of you. you you've come a long way in the few years that i've got to know you and uh, really developed, you know, you've you've really helped develop, you know, my wife and her being comfortable out there duck hunting and, and getting women out in the outdoors. So that's been awesome. Yeah. And I, I just would say <laughs> for anybody who's, you know, thinking about it and wanting to get involved, just go full send. I did not like I didn't know how to fur trap. I didn't really like was not the greatest snowmobiler. I can tell you that for sure. You know, now I'm riding out on the tundra. 
on a snowmobile, uh, had never been bear hunting, had never done a public draw. And these are, you know, my favorite hunts. So don't let anything stop you, you know. Doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, you know, what your experience is, what you've got to your name. Like, just freaking get out there, have some fun, live up these memories, and make it make it yours. Awesome. Awesome. For all of you out there, we appreciate you t- uh, tuning in this week, and uh, look forward to talking with you next week. Again, I'm Mike D, and this is Carly B, and uh, this is The Hunting Truths. Appreciate you.